All right, it's the Keep to the City podcast, and the Yankees get back in the win column. An 8-4 win over the Rays on Sunday at Tropicana Field to salvage the third game of the series. It took 10 innings for the Yankees to get the win. They had to overcome a lot. They should have won the game many, many times. They should have had a lead, a huge lead for nearly the entire game. But as is the case with these Yankees, seemingly every game, they just leave everyone on base And finally, they were able to break through with two outs in the 10th inning, but uh, it wasn't good. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't looking good for a lot of the afternoon, and it didn't look good right from the start of things, right from when the lineup was announced. Aaron Boone puts out his lineup, and he decides he's going to divide the lineup into thirds. So the top three hitters, the 4-5-6, the 7-8-9, and he's going to do that with a lefty in the three spot, the six spot, the ninth spot. So in the three spot, he puts Aaron Hicks because Aaron Hicks is apparently Bernie Williams. At least that's how the Yankees treat him. So he always bats third no matter what. He could be 0 for 100. He could have no power. He could strike out a million times. He will bat third no matter what. His spot is a guarantee. He does not lose his spot. He does not get benched. He does not lose playing time no matter how bad he slumps. And that's important because we'll we'll get to that. Um, and then in the sixth spot, he put Rugnid Odor. Now, Rugnet Odor has been so bad for the last four seasons that he couldn't make the the expected last place Texas Rangers this spring. Wasn't good enough for the last place Texas Rangers. So they decided they would rather pay Rugnet Odor $27 million to not play for them than to have him in their lineup. So they let him go, owe him $27 million, and the Yankees come along and they decide, we'll give Rugnet Odor a shot because he's going to cost us $0. So this would be an okay move in a salary cap-driven league, but there's no salary cap in baseball, just the imaginary salary cap, just the fake luxury tax threshold that the Steinbrenners are petrified of. So rather than actually get left-handed bats in the offseason, rather than upgrade their roster for fear to go over the luxury tax threshold, the Yankees have forced upon us Jay Bruce, whose career is finished, he is not good, And now Rugnet Odor, who is free because the Rangers owe him $27 million, but the Yankees still had to give up two prospects for him. They still had to give up actual players for him. So Rugnet Odor bats sixth in his Yankees debut, his season debut, a guy who has been horrible, statistically one of like the worst five or six players, everyday players in Major League Baseball for the last four years. He gets to bat sixth. He gets to bat ahead of Gary Sanchez and ahead of Drew Urshela just because he's left-handed. Not because he's any good, just because he's left-handed. And then in the nine hole is Brett Gardner. Now, Brett Gardner's playing for the second straight day, which means Clint Frazier isn't playing for the second straight day. And I talked about this on the podcast, on the previous podcast, about how Aaron Boone wants to play Brett Gardner over Clint Frazier. He's made that obvious. Clint Frazier was one of the best three hitters on the team last season, besides Luke Voigt and DJ LeMahieu. And Aaron Boone didn't play him in the playoffs. He started Brett Gardner in five of the seven games because Brett Gardner was, you know, was had a hot streak the last two weeks of the season. So the Yankees have told us, and Aaron Boone has said, that they don't believe in hot. They don't believe in hot streaks. They don't believe in cold streaks. It, none of it is relevant to them. It's why when someone goes four for four with three home runs, they will sit the next day because they don't believe in it. But they do believe in it enough that Brett Gardner was able to play over Clint Frazier in the playoffs in five of seven games. So you got Hicks in the three hole, Odor in the six, Gardner in the nine. Three left-handed bats dividing up the righties. Not that any of the left-handed bats are any good. 
but they're there to divide up the righties because Aaron Boone is scared of right-handed bats stacked. It makes no sense. It's the dumbest. It's it's illogical, but it's what Aaron Boone does. So Rugnan Odor wasn't good enough to make the Rangers. He bats sixth in the game, and and we'll get to Odor because you know he had a big moment late in the game, but not that big a moment because if that's a big moment, then Jay Bruce's moment in Game Two of the season was big. Right away, the Yankees look putrid. Brent Honeywell making his major league debut. The guys had four. Uh, right arm surgeries he throws his right arm over the last four years has not pitched in a professional baseball game since 2017 so this september will be four years since he last pitched a professional baseball game he makes his major league major league debut against the new york yankees and he sits down lemayhew judge and hicks on nine pitches smooth sailing and in the second inning same thing 12 pitches so Honeywell goes two innings in his debut, serving as an opener. 21 pitches, six up, six down, and he looked every bit like the top prospect he used to be for the Rays before all the injuries uh, sort of, you know, stalled out his career. And so when people say, oh, the Rays, they won't be so good this year, they trade away Blake Snell, they didn't re-sign Charlie Morton, they do those things because they have guys like Brent Honeywell waiting to come up and take their place. And he was great for his two innings. He was great. He was perfect. <laughs> You don't get any better than that. So as the game goes, Jordan Montgomery gives up a two-run home run. The Yankees come back and take a 3-2 to two lead. And then Jordan Montgomery gives up another two-run home run. So he wasn't good in the game. He, he ended up going five innings, four runs. That's not good. Anyone who says that's good is a fool. If you think Jordan Montgomery pitched well on Sunday, you're a fool. You're an idiot. He pitched well against the Orioles. He didn't pitch well against the Rays. So the Yankees are losing 4-3, to three, and along the way they're leaving any base runner they get, they leave him on base. And a lot of this has to do with Aaron Hicks because Aaron Hicks bats third. So he comes up a lot with DJ LeMahieu and Aaron Judge on base. And Aaron Hicks is horrible. He's awful. If he batted seventh or eighth or ninth, no one would talk about him. But the fact that they force him into the three hole, Bernie Williams, they think he's Bernie Williams, he gets to bat third every game no matter what. Clint Frazier could have a bad three games, Brett Gardner's in. Aaron Hicks could have a bad career, and he's the three-hitter. That's the difference on this Yankees team, favoritism. If Gary Sanchez has a bad week, he'll bat eighth. It, it takes him two months of you know Hall of Fame caliber success to keep his spot in the lineup in, in you know five, six, seven spot. And he batted behind Rugen and Odor. But Aaron Hicks, safe. Aaron Judge, he stinks, he's safe. John Carlos Stanton, safe, four-hitter, always. There's just a few guys on this team that, they, no matter what, their spot is, they, they'll never lose their spot. It doesn't matter how bad they play. But when it comes to other players on the team, their spot, all it takes is a bad game or two, and they'll sit on the bench. And Aaron Hicks is the number three hitter on the New York Yankees. And you can debate about analytics, sabermetrics, the, is the three-hitter that, you know, is the four and five more important than the three? Over the course of the season, the number three hitter is going to get the third most at-bats because they're bat third in the lineup. Here's some other number three hitters in Major League Baseball. Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, J.D. Martinez, Freddie Freeman, Juan Soto, Christian Yelich, Manny Machado, Jose Abreu, Nolan Arenado, Nelson Cruz, Jose Ramirez. I'll even throw in Miguel Cabrera because he's not what he used to be, but what he used to be was a triple crown winner. And the Tigers suck, so he bats third. And then there's Aaron Hicks, who does not belong 
in that list of names has nothing in common with any of those players. Those are MVP winners. Those are silver sluggers. Those are future Hall of Famers, franchise players, the top offensive players in the world. And then there's Aaron Hicks batting third on the New York Yankees. It really makes no sense. After Montgomery came out, after Aaron Boone tried to steal steal some outs with him in the sixth inning because apparently this game wasn't important enough for Boone, he puts Montgomery out there to fake Mike Bressel, who destroys the Yankees, and Montgomery walks him. So then Chad Green comes in. So if you're willing to go to Chad Green there, why is he not starting the inning? Why are you even attempting to steal outs when Bressel could take Montgomery deep and make it a 5-3 game at the time? It was 4-3. Green comes in. He pitches two and a third innings. Now, Chad Green has made five appearances. The Yankees have played nine games. He's he's appeared in more than half of the games, and he keeps pitching multiple innings. I don't know what the goal is here. I don't know if Chad Green's going to end up appearing in 80 games and pitching 160 innings out of the bullpen, but that's sort of the pace we're on here. So it's so odd that Aaron Boone wants to give everyone days off. Everyone needs a necessary rest, but not one of the most important pieces of the bullpen. It is bizarre. It makes no sense, but then again, a lot of the things that Aaron Boone does don't make sense. In the eighth inning, the Yankees get a run. They tie the game 4-4. Four to four. In the ninth, they have every opportunity to take the lead into the bottom of the ninth, and they don't do it. And then in the tenth, with two outs, after they get another runner thrown out at home, which seems to be something they do every single game this season, Rugnan Odor behind on the count, behind in the count with two strikes against him, bloops a single into center field to give the Yankees the lead with two outs. Now, Rugnan Odor blooped a single in. He was one for five in the game. He did have a line drive that was at, hit right at someone. So that sort of negates the bloop single. He would still be one for five if you give him the line out. If you give him the line out, but you don't give him the bloop single. But he was one for five, and he didn't look great in most of his plate appearances. And the thing is, if you're going to say, oh, Rugen and maybe he'll turn around with the Yankees, then why don't you say that about Jay Bruce, who won game two of the season against the Blue Jays with a bases loaded bloop single? Makes no sense. He can't just say it for Odor, but don't say it for Bruce. And we've seen Bruce and he's terrible. And he most likely will not get another job in baseball once Luke Voigt comes back and the Yankees get rid of him. So Rune and Odor, it was nice, nice moment. First game as a Yankee gets a hit that is the go-ahead run, ends up being the game-winning run because the Yankees win 8-4. But I'm not, <laughs> I'm nowhere near sold on Rune and Odor at, at suddenly turning his career around. I know he has power. I know he had the 330 plus home run seasons with the Rangers, but the Rangers are really bad, and if they thought that he could help them, they would keep him because they owe him $27 million. So for them to walk away from him, it's not that he's not going to sort of get a career resurgence, which in his career, I mean, the best year he had, he still like didn't even have an 800 OPS, so it's not like he's going to become an all-star. But if he can run into a ball every once in a while and do what Tyler Wade would never do, then it's a plus. The Yankees aren't paying him, whatever. The idea that the Yankees made some great move because they got rooted in a door and they don't owe him money is just masked by the fact that they didn't do anything in the offseason to address their right-handed heavy lineup. So then you get games like this where you're forced Aaron Hicks, you're forced Rugnet Odor, you're forced Brett Gardner because they're the only left-handed options and they're not any good. And then after them, it's Mike Talkman who's not any good at either. His whole career is being stood up by a six-week uh, run two years ago. His whole career. He's 30 years old. He's had a good six good weeks. But the Yankees did win. Now, it's an important win because it salvages the game, sort of gets them in a better place going into this huge series with Toronto that begins on Monday in Florida at the Blue Jays spring training. But it still was a, a huge problem. The Yankees, the Rays essentially said, we've already won this series. We're not going to go all out to win this game, and we'll just try to win it. 
they did that. And the Yankees do that all the time. They, they kind of did it against the Orioles the other day after they'd won the first two. And the Rays still nearly won the game without going full out to try to win. And the Yankees barely could win. They cannot get a hit with runner in scoring position. Their starting pitching outside of Garrett Cole is so inconsistent and scary that if they don't win every Cole start, which they haven't, they only won the second one. The first one, they didn't win an opening day. They need to win every one of those or they're in big trouble because Jordan Montgomery is inconsistent. Corey Kluber doesn't give you length. Jamison Tyone, even if he could, they won't let him give you length. Scumbag Domingo Herman is not on the team right now, though they do claim that he's going to be back when they need a fifth starter. I have no idea what that's about. Fucking use Davey Garcia. No one wants to see Scumbag Domingo Herman ever again. No one wanted to see him to begin with. Now he's giving you seven innings, seven runs, four home runs, 14 base runners. Get him the fuck out of here. Just rid yourselves of him. Should have been done the moment he did the actions he did. Should have never been a Yankee through the suspension. Should have never been on the team this year. You can, you know, you're not going to erase those decisions because they're horrible decisions and everyone will forever remember them. But you could at least try to make it somewhat right by getting rid of him now. He's not good. Don't be fooled by what he did in spring training, getting uh, minor league players out. Because that's what he did. That's why he looked so good in spring training. A lot of people look good in spring training. They get to the real thing and they suck. And that's what Domingo, scumbag Domingo Herman does. He sucks. Even though they won and it was it was relieving, it wasn't like satisfying because you just see the glaring issues with this team. They're still there. They're still present. I don't think they're going anywhere either. I think these issues will linger and be part of this team because that's who they are. You're not going to change the entire makeup of this roster. You can't. That's what the offseason for, and they chose not to do it. You just have to hope that they continue what, to do what they do in the regular season, which is beat up on bad pitchers, and there's a lot of them. Most of them are bad in the league, and then they'll be there in October, and then you hope in October that every once in a while they run into one and, and can win a series. But when you look at this team against Tampa, and Tampa not even really going full out to win, and they <laughs> needed extra innings to beat them, it's scary. You look at the Raids lineup, who are you scared of? A Rosarena and Meadows, that's it. Two guys, and, and they always get the job done. And if they don't, you got Brasseau or, or Adamas or Zanino or Diaz. Somebody will come up with the big hit. They make contact. They put the ball in play. They're good situationally. Their starting pitching is solid. When they don't have starting pitching, they go to their bullpen. Every guy they bring out in the bullpen seems to be solid. They're just a more complete team. And their manager is head and shoulders above Aaron Boone. So it's nice that the Yankees won win again on monday get back to 500 and then start to go over 500 which is something this team always has a problem doing in april they're always around 500 eight and eight eight and nine nine and nine nine and ten ten and ten every year just can you just go on like a five game winning streak and make everyone happy and i don't know that they can do that because they have the blue jays now for three then they've got the rays again for three then they got the Braves for two that's a hard eight games coming up they're already two and four against the rays and the blue jays can't play the Orioles and you can't play the Red Sox every day so you need to start figuring out how to beat actual good teams and I'm sure on Monday you'll see Gary Sanchez out of the lineup and Boone will say oh it's just a day off but it just happens to come on the day Garrett Cole is pitching so so odd you better see Clint Frazier back in there otherwise this is getting out of control because he's supposed to be the everyday left fielder this isn't the Brett Gardner show Brett Gardner's 38 he's a good complimentary piece he does not need to be in the lineup every day and something at some point has to be done about Aaron Hicks batting third. The Yankees will, because they made such a, a big deal about it, because they announced it so long ago into spring training, it's going to take a lot to get him out of that spot. He's got a 476 OPS. He's batting 129. He hit one ball hard this year, a home run. That's it. Everything else is a ground out to second, a pop-up to short, a strikeout. At some point, 
a change has to be made. If this continues, and why wouldn't it continue? That's who he is. He gives you some walks, but the majority of the time, he doesn't. Yes, the Yankees won. Yes, it's a better feeling today than it has been the last three days. It's a better feeling than it was in last after the last three games. It's still not a great feeling because this team still isn't very good. And no one should say it's early or they've only played nine games or it's April. It's not. This team's the same team. It's a continuation. All they did was not play for six months, and then they brought back the same exact team, and the same exact stuff is happening to this team because they're the same team. So the Yankees will play the Blue Jays on Monday in Dunedin. Garrett Cole takes the mound. I'm sure Kyle Gashioka will be in there, but I got to win this game. When Garrett Cole pitches, you have to win because it's a long time between starts for him if you don't win the starts, he starts. So that'll do it for today. I'll be back on Monday after the game. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.